Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hustle. I'm Travis Apple, the host of this podcast. And after spending my entire career in the sports industry, I want to continue to find ways to give back. Give back to individuals that want to get in this business or individuals that are currently in this business that want to continue to excel at an elite level. For those of you who know me, hustle has always been important, hence the name. This podcast is presented by General Sports Worldwide and the clubhousecareers.com. It's crazy. It's season four already. I'm going to have the privilege of sitting down with industry experts to discuss their career path. We're going to discuss three key topics that are currently in this industry, three hustle hot seat questions, and three pieces of advice, all under 24 minutes. Now on to our guests this week. Gaining experience early on in your life and your career is always beneficial for the long term. Our next guest started gaining real life experience very early on, has been able to turn that into a very successful career. I'm excited to have Jared Graff, Vice President of Ticketing at the Houston Dynamo and Dash. Jared, welcome to the show. Thanks, Travis. Great to be here. Thanks for thinking of me and, and having me on. Yeah, no, absolutely. Very excited to, to talk to you and dive into your career. And you, you grow up in Texas, you attend Texas A&M University and then Texas State University for your MBA. Looking back at that time, in that college world, what did you think you want to do as a career path? Yeah, it's a good question. Like, I, I actually love this question. It's the number one thing I try to give advice on when I'm talking to, like, college students or people that are interested in working in sports is, you know, and there's a long version of the story. We try to keep it short. I didn't know anything about ticket sales. Uh, you know, I was I was that kid that grew up loving sports, playing my whole life, wanted to be in the industry somehow, but didn't really know what that meant. Um, got lucky. I say it all the time. I got lucky to find ticket sales. It really kind of clicked with my mindset, my personality, the way I'm, you know, kind of numbers driven and in my communication style that, you know, I was able to, to find a successful career, uh, starting off in ticket sales and now obviously entering into leadership, but a lot of coworkers, peers, other inside sales reps that I started with are no longer in sales, but they're also no longer in sports because that role wasn't the right role for them. Right. So, um, I think the biggest thing is knowing what the job is, knowing what sales is, because um, you can sell tickets or you can sell insurance, you can sell software. There's a lot of different sales roles and they're really all the same um, versus like working in sports. Right. Yep. Um, so, so long, short, short, short. I got I got a little lucky to to be where I am today. No, I love it. And I think that's great advice, you know, for, for our young listeners out there that are maybe in college or, or trying to figure out what they want to do, gain as much real life experience, as many internships you can. So you know what you want. And, you know, your first role was with the Oklahoma City Dodgers in minor league baseball, where you started out as a ticket sales rep. And thinking back to that time, what's one piece of advice you'd give all listeners of what you wish you would have known back then that you know now? Just that it goes fast. It really does. Like that that first year in OKC was was really fun. Um, my now wife and I were just dating back in the in the day, and we moved there not knowing a single person in Oklahoma, and and we were kind of looking for, like as much time as we had there that was great, and, and the experiences I gained. It was like what's next? Like we kind of wanted to move to that next opportunity versus kind of cherishing those moments. Um, I have some fun memories from the time there, and some really good people that that I'm still in touch with. Um, but just take advantage of of where you're at right like all the college and applications and everything that we went through to, to get that job just enjoy it cherish each stage of uh, of the journey no absolutely and you know a little bit of this business is getting out of your comfort zone whether that be on a day-to-day -day and doing something that you know you maybe just haven't thought about to to evolve or get out of your comfort zone and, and relocating you know you talked about relocating to to oklahoma there their next step is to New Orleans with the Pelicans and Saints as a new business development AE. What was the biggest adjustment you had to make back then at the Dodgers selling minor leagues to then now professional? 
Yeah, same thing. Didn't know anyone in New Orleans when we moved there, getting out of the comfort zone, exactly like you said. Um, but as you know, as well as I do, Travis, I mean, if, if you can sell minor league baseball tickets, and, and for us at the time, the Thunder were really good. They had Westbrook, Harden, and Durant. And we were this little minor league baseball team that a lot of people you were calling on hadn't even heard of who you were. Uh, you had to educate people before you could even try to sell them something. Really sharpens your teeth, and, and you and you develop some really great skills that when you when I moved to the NFL and NBA, you know, the, the product was more known. It was more valuable. There was other challenges, price points, you know, team performance. You, you still have your objections. But I think just having that minor league experience really prepared uh, for that, that bigger product or that more well-known product. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, throughout the experience, Jared, which is always key, you ultimately get into leadership and, and you're into the San Antonio Spurs organizations, which we'll talk about. Why was leadership the right fit for you? Yeah, I, I mean, I love sales. Again, like my career path as a seller to this day, I still call myself a sales guy. Um, anytime I can get out on an appointment or, or meet a client uh, with a rep and try to help close that deal, that that rush still exists where, where you get that yes and you make that sale. Uh, but for me personally, again, I think just maybe my education or again, my mindset and what I wanted to be able to provide back to the organization that I was working with, leadership was was a great opportunity for me. Um, you know, as a seller, you're, you're sort of responsible for yourself. And there's a lot of advantages that come with that. You come in, sit down, do your job, go home mm -hmm. and, and you contribute a lot to the organization um, in that way. But I wanted to be able to impact, you know, on a larger scale, make more kind of higher level decision making that, that ultimately, hopefully um, is is a, a larger, you know, more widespread impact on the organization. So that was my why behind going into leadership and and uh, and the path that I've been going down. You know, Jared, it certainly has worked out for you. And and even then, back then, when you make that move to San Antonio again, kind of out of your comfort zone, you spend almost six years with the Spurs organization, and they certainly have a variety of properties. And you know, Frank Vaselli was a, a previous guest on Fifty Two Weeks of Hustle, and you you held five different roles there, including your last one as the director of business development. What did you feel like you did on a consistent basis just to continue to get promoted? Yeah, just work hard, right? It's it's that simple, to be honest. Like nothing replaces the the work in any job that you're doing. Um, and I think what's great about sales is is your hard work equals numbers, and numbers don't lie. So if you can contribute success and have that tangible evidence of that impact, um, you're hopefully working for an organization that recognizes and rewards and and and, um, and celebrates that. Uh, you know, I have to shut out the the sales teams that are there in San Antonio. I mean, they're the ones on the front lines doing the hard work every day and sort of buying into that uh, vision that we were creating um, and for myself and the rest of the leadership group. Because, um, again, they're the ones that are actually generating the numbers at the end of the day. Right. Yep. Um, so I'll take some credit, but, but a lot has to go back to them as well. No, that's awesome. And, you know, as just the, the theme of the podcast is 52 weeks of hustle. So hard work, it's it, it always helps. Right. You and um, you can't. You can't replace it whatsoever. You know, in addition, you know, the Spurs organization has been long known as one of the better organizations out there. And, and what do you feel like the organization did so well to maintain top employees like yourself for such a long time? Yeah, it's a little bit of a, of a buzzword. And I, I don't want to sound too cliche, but it's the culture. It really is. Um, you know, they, they put people first. There's a number of examples we can go through about, you know, our strategy of, of eliminating inside sales, you know, how we you know, continue to pay commission and do different things through the pandemic and how we, you know, engage in a work from home program post pandemic, where a lot of the guys and girls there are still working from home two to three days a week, trying to provide some flexibility. There's, there's just so many ways in which they invest into their people, um, you know, value them and put people first in, in the organization that 
has everyone excited to show up to work and contribute to to whatever that shared vision is, right? Whether it's winning basketball games in the court, whether it's selling out the stadium, whether it's creating a great PR campaign, um, you know, hosting events in Austin for the first time ever uh, in, in NBA history, um, whatever that vision is, people are willing to buy in and, and go feet first for it or head first for it um, when, when they feel valued and, and, and taken care of. So that's what, what got me to say uh, those last couple of weeks after making the decision to move to Houston, bittersweet was the word that, that kept coming out over and over and over again. Um, love, love my time in San Antonio. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you you certainly had a great tenure with the sport uh, with the Spurs and then recently transitioned to where you're at now to the Houston Dynamo and Dash. And you've worked in a variety of leagues. What do you have? What advice do you have for listeners out there that they're thinking about like, oh, well, I'm a diehard basketball fan, so I need to work in basketball or a diehard soccer fan. Like, why does it matter or doesn't matter? Oh, exactly. To your point, I don't think it matters. right? If you ask younger me, like I probably would have never said I would be working in soccer. I, I admittedly am not a, a soccer person. I don't follow any of the international leagues. I, I'll turn it on the World Cup like a lot of people yep. do and just cheer USA, but I don't really know anything <laughs> about the tournament or how it's structured, yeah. right? Um, so try them all. I mean, ultimately what you're selling is, is a product that is entertainment and that entertainment value comes from, uh, you know, the, the experience that people are, are, are being provided. Um, can, if, you know, talking soccer, maybe you're a little bit more eloquent in, in some of the objections, but like that's stuff that you can learn. Yeah. Uh, one of our, our girls, shout out Allison Summers in San Antonio, uh, kind of jokingly never knew, you know, knew anything about the team or never really followed the NBA that closely, but yeah. she's an extremely consistent top performer for us in San Antonio. So yeah, you don't have to necessarily be a fan. It's all about, again, how you're selling and providing that value. Um, so just to try it, you know, yeah. soccer, NBA, NFL, whatever it is, um, sales is sales. No, absolutely. And, you know, now with, with they're in Houston with the Dynamo and Dash, you know, you're early on, but you and the leadership team are really building something special on the business side. What are you most proud of in your short tenure there that you, that you and the team have accomplished? Yeah, like to your point, very early, very early on, uh, not even three months here with the organization yet, but we've gone through a pretty significant reorg uh, and business strategy change behind how we're activating season tickets, group premium spaces for next year. Uh, we just sent renewal invoices on the the Dynamo on the men's side um, that that has some some changes, right? We're working through that with the longtime fans to to make sure they're educated on on what that vision looks like. But it's just looking at what what we're offering, our product mix, our pricing strategies, and figuring out if we're well positioned to to be successful. So, uh, you know, knock on wood, it it, it works, right? Um, but uh, but yeah, just excited to to continue to grow and build and and uh, and bring this club to to where we feel it can get to. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Again, we're here on 52 Weeks of Hustle. The guest today, Jared Graff, Vice President of Ticketing at the Houston Dynamo and Dash. And, and Jared, let's get into three hot topics. Question one, we, we've talked about your minor league experience as you think back to that time, what is one thing that minor league teams do really well that you believe most professional organizations should probably adapt and implement? Not really my department, but uh, I would say like the the game, in-game experience, the stadium experience, like the minor league teams are, are willing to kind of go out on a limb and try some quirky, funny things that I think brings a, a different level of entertainment, different level of levity to, to a sporting event where, you know, you go to an NBA game, it's a little bit more buttoned up as far as like what they're willing to do. Um, so again, I'm not the expert in that space, but I think that, uh, that's something I enjoy personally when I go to, to minor league games or you see those funny clips from the Savannah bananas on, on Instagram or something, right? Like, um, I think professional sports have benefited for some of that a little bit. Absolutely. And, and question two is, as we discussed in your career and as we discussed in this business, you got to be willing to get out of your comfort zone, be willing to take risk. And you've made moves, you know, for, for new, new opportunities, obviously, you know, spouse and family involved as well. Like what's your advice to all the listeners out there on being willing to take a risk? Yeah, um, exactly that. Right. And we didn't know anyone in either of the cities when we moved, but it was ultimately about what is that desire? What is that? Why? What are we trying to build for ourselves personally or, or as a family? Uh, so recently coming here to Houston, um, bittersweet to leave San Antonio again to, to say that point, but the opportunity to, to build something that, you know, there's there's no lock and key perfect system that's going to be implemented here in Houston that we know is going to 100 percent work. So there is some risk to it, but it's having confidence um, in, in what we're able to do or what we can try to bring um, and then just working hard to do it. Um, you know, it took a lot of conversation with my wife and I, you know, now with our young daughter as well to make the decision, but yeah, it's, it's just having that confidence, knowing what, what you're capable of and, and take that risk out of your comfort zone. Like we've been, been kind of discussing today. You know, and in this world, confidence is con- contagious for sure. And, and you being able to speak with conviction on everything you're doing, including being willing to take risk. And, and finally, Jared, question three is you've joined a few different organizations in different leadership roles. What is your advice on be able to come in and make changes, but also in in parallel paths build that scalable and sustainable business? Shout out to to Tim Salir on this one, uh, SVP at the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Tim has what he calls the three C's. I'm sort of uh, stolen that from and adapted a little bit, and I, I use what I call the five C's now. Uh, Tim's threes, two of Tim's three were, were clarity and competency. I've added culture and uh, compensation. So those four C's are the things that I feel. As a leader, as, a, as an organization, it's our onus to provide to you know our staff and our employees. And ultimately, the fifth C is, is theirs, and it's their choice, right? So if we're doing the things that are, are we're responsible for, it comes down to that individual's choice every day to, to show up and have a positive attitude, show up and do the work, show up and, and work hard, show up and, and execute the, the vision, right? Um, so I think that to answer your question is how you can, can build and foster a, a healthy environment, create a shared vision. Uh, and have kind of people just all pulling in the same direction is is uh, what I call those five C's. No, I love it, Jared. Such a great career. Always fun to, to talk talk business, talk shopping in, in your journey. And as you think back, what's been your best memory? Man, a lot of them come to mind. Uh, again, like from from a home run at, at the Oklahoma City Dodgers, I have a vivid memory. We had a, a rainout that turned into a doubleheader. Minor League Baseball plays two uh, seven-inning games as a doubleheader when there's a rainout. Both those games went to extra innings. 
Uh, one went to uh, 13 innings, one went to 19 innings. Mm-hmm. We were there from like two o'clock to like yeah. midnight. So Long that was crazy. I don't know if that's a good memory, bad memory, but it's definitely imprinted in my head. It's a memory. Um, some of the uh, some of the awesome uh, celeb- celebrations that we had in San Antonio for hitting big sales numbers um, and, and, you know, celebrating those successes through sales contests. There's a lot of great memories, both you know, related to sports and in the team and in and, and the wins and losses, but then also just the the people that you work with. So um I, I don't know if I could say pick just one. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Well Jared, ton of great advice. Certainly fun to hear about your journey and and to to cl- close it up, I like to put our guests on the hustle hot seats. You ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. If you had a boat, what would you name it? Ooh, uh Peyton. That's my daughter's name. Uh pop out there a little bit. But yeah, I would name it after my daughter. What's a fashion trend that you would love to see come back? Oh man, uh, I am not a fashion person. Um, I, the old school like fitted flat bill hats with the low crown—they don't make those anymore. Everything's like snapback or like the buckle back now. I don't, I don't rock those. So, so bring back the old school flat bill. The old school. If you could go to dinner with anyone, who would it be? Um, I mean, you could hit some of like the political stuff or the religious stuff. Uh, keeping his sports, Jason Witten. I'm a diehard Cowboys fan. Played tight end in high school growing up. He was always my favorite player. Let's go, Jason Witten. Nice. To close it out, Jared, what are three key takeaways you'd give every listener to be in your shoes one day? Uh, you know, pull back from the different questions that we've had. Uh, you know, here today, the the know the job, know what it is that you're applying for and what you want to do, whether it's sales, marketing, PR, you know, player analytics, whatever it is, know the job and then and then go after that job. Get it, work hard. Nothing replaces the work, as we've said a couple of times, and then invest in others, right? Like uh, I wouldn't be in the position I am today, just lone wolfing it all by myself. Like it takes a lot of people to pour into me or, or, or that are supporting again, the vision and, and doing the hard work on the front lines, whether that's coworkers, peers, leadership above you, uh, and definitely within, within my space, uh, you know, the sales teams that, that, that we're overseeing. So invest in others would be the third. Oh, that's awesome. Jared, thank you so much. What a great career. Always a pleasure talking to you. And I certainly appreciate your time and expertise. Awesome. Thanks, Travis. Appreciate it. Again, this is Travis Apple. Thank you for listening to 52 Weeks of Hustle. Please be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll be back next week with another industry leader. Have a great week.